Have you ever been asked to do the one thing you dreaded most? Often we find ourselves stuck at a crossroads, the place in our journey when we realize that the old way of doing things is no longer working. Learning to pivot brings freedom in life and business. When life provided the opportunity, I left corporate America to start my first business in 2004 while raising my twins. In 2021, we left the only life we had ever known and moved across the country to start over. There were more questions than answers and the road ahead was unclear. However, we decided to let faith, not fear, be our compass. Today, we are building the life of our dreams. With my background in marketing and a decade in the photography industry, I know how to help entrepreneurs shine online and share their talents with the world. The opportunity to rebuild my business allowed me to transition into a role as a business coach and a personal brand strategist. Join us here each week where we share simple strategies to get you unstuck in life and business and on your way to living the life you've been dreaming of. I am your host, Shelley Niehaus, and this is the Educated, Empowered, Inspired Podcast. Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining us today on the Educated, Empowered, Inspired Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you to our guest, Chad Nedlin. Chad is a devoted and loving husband and daddy. With three decades of experience in business, it has become his passion to show people is possible when they go all in on themselves. Don't second guess him. He'll tell it to you straight from his heart. And according to Chad's LinkedIn bio, coaches and service providers hire him to remove obstacles in their business and convert their audience into clients before ever even making an offer. Well, welcome, Chad. It's good to have you here. Oh, thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. Um, I just love it when other people introduce me because it reminds me who I am. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing to know sometimes, a good yeah. reminder of who we are. Sometimes we get lost in the ta the, the the tactics and the steps and the principles, and we forget why are we here? What do we do? Yes. Why are yes. why is our purpose here? And it's always good to to circle back and just touch base on that every once in a while. Well, that's one of my favorite things I've also learned about just podcasting and guesting is it's so fun to make those connections and and again kind of remember your message and who you are and why you're here. So. Before we start talking about your amazing zone of genius, let's talk about kind of your journey. What got you here? Just fill in some of the gaps and, and let our audience know what brought you to doing what you're doing today. Well, uh, right out of high school, I went into the military and I would join the army. I went in and life happened. Uh, I was married and had a couple of kids and, uh, Let's just say we didn't have the same belief about marriage. Uh, it ended up in a divorce. And after I got out of the service, I hit a really, really dark phase in my life. Um, I lost everything. I lost my faith in humanity, human, uh, just humankind, the world around me, my faith in God, everything just mm -hmm. washed away. And I got in a really deep, dark spot that I didn't think I'd ever get out of. And I woke up one morning and I looked in the mirror and I, I, I said, I got two options. Um, I can kill myself now and be done, or I can just slowly continue to kill myself doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I realized neither one were a good option for me. And I said, the only thing I could do is just walk away. And it wasn't walk away from people. It was literally walk away everything that I knew, just walk away from it all. And I had to start over. I had to recenter and figure out who I was and, and what I was doing and why I was doing it. And uh, I walked. I left Minneapolis and I started heading for the West Coast. And I did. I made it all the way out to California. But in the process, 
I learned something that I had forgotten along the way. A lot of people say it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. But sometimes we got to break it down even smaller. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just about taking the next step. Because we, we forget the power and the impact of one simple action, one simple step. But it's those over and over again that will create the journey and therefore bring us to our destination. And I think that was one of the really important things for me. And as, as I've moved forward in life, I realized everything that's complicated, everything that's big, everything that's massive can be brought down into small individual steps that are repeatable and manageable. Because it wasn't, how do I get the next mile? Some days I was walking down the road, I hadn't eaten for two days, and it was just, how can I take the next step? How can I make it to the next tree? Mm. Sometimes I measured a rock that I could see ahead of me and just like, I just got to get there. And I lost sight of the long term and just said, what do I need to accomplish right now today? And I want to be able to show other people how to eliminate the unnecessary so that they can actually achieve their dreams, achieve their goals. I made it to California. And then I continued. I ended up going east to west coast five times on foot. Once you make the journey, all of a sudden you can do it over and over again. And then it's no big deal. But you got to be able to figure out how to get there the first time. Okay. Well, you're such a on point guest for this podcast because the message is not to stay stuck, to keep moving, start that momentum and to be brave. And a lot of times that's, that requires a lot of pivots and a lot of inner self work and everything. So take us back to that time when you decided to start walking, what was going on inside you? Like, how did you overcome the fear and how like, just take us on that journey and what what led you to do exactly what you're talking about to just keep going? Well, the fear, uh, oddly enough, I mean, most people would think, you know, give away all your security, your income, your home, your, your safety, all these safety nets. And the fear is like, what am I going to do without all of this stuff? I had a different fear. I said, if I stay here with all of this, I die. Mm. And, and, and that's not a, exaggeration it's it's literal i would die i went from about 240 pounds of solid muscle coming out of the army and i made some bad choices per se and (laughs) i ended up going down to almost close to 140 pounds oh wow and at six foot one you can imagine i looked in the mirror one morning and i realized that i'm already killing myself anymore and i'm going to die and I was, I was using methamphetamines, I was using crack, I was smoking copious amounts of weed. And the day, day before, my brother and I were sitting downstairs smoking a joint. And he's like, so what you going to do tomorrow? I'm like, I don't know, go get to California, I guess. He's like, yeah, all right, tell me when you get there. And we finished smoking and we passed out. And I woke up in the morning and I looked in the mirror and I saw that. And I thought, what am I going to do? And my grandpa's words rang in the back of my mind. He says, a man's only as good as his word. If he doesn't have that, he's got nothing. Mm. And I realized I told my brother I was going to walk to California. It was the only thing I had left. I had lost my family, my relationships, my friends, my security, my faith. Everything was gone. The only thing I had left was my word. And I said, I've got to follow through with what I said I was going to do. I don't have an option. And that, that got me out the door. $12.73, a couple pair, pair of pants, a couple pair of socks and underwear, a t-shirt, and a school, school bag that somebody had left on the floor. And out the door I went. And each day when I was like, this sucks, 
I can't do this. I looked ahead of me and I had no idea what was out there, but I looked behind me and I knew exactly what was waiting. Oh. More addiction, more pain, death. And when we decide that we need to be able to move forward, we need something different. When your want to becomes a must have, then anything except that becomes a very painful experience. So you can look back at what you don't have, right? Like where mm -hmm. you're stuck, where you're at right now. And you can say, okay, do I choose that? Because life is a choice. Do I choose to stay stuck or do I choose to step forward? Because I know what's right here I don't want, but what's out there I don't know yet, which means there's a possibility of greatness ahead of me. I don't know. If you have the choice of guaranteed to be stuck where you don't want to be and possibility of finding something greater, take the greater. Oh, I love that. Take the greater, right? You know, it, it's a me the metaphor of turning the page. When you, when you open up and you read a book, where do you start? Wherever you left off, right? Mm -hmm. So why do so many people get up every day in their businesses, especially? I see this all the time with people I coach. They get up. And they take yesterday's book and they open it up to the first page again. Mm, and they relive yes. everything that they did to get where they are, which they're not happy with. And they're like, guys, the meat is in the next chapter. That tells you how to go to the next step. Are you like, yeah, but I got I to gotta start at the beginning again. No. Did you know that most people who are smart <laughs> consume a book three different ways? They open it up. They read the front, the little bio in the front. Then they read the title content. They read the first chapter, and then they read the last chapter. That's how you read a book, the first chapter, the last chapter. Then you go back chapter by chapter. You read the first paragraph and the last paragraph, and you go through the whole book. And then you go back and you fill in all the blanks if you have time. Because almost everything that really makes a difference is at the start of your journey and the end of your journey. Know your start point, know the end point, and then you can plan out your path in between. But when we get stuck in all the stuff in between, you're always sat there wondering, going, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Know what's going to happen. Say, this is where I'm going to go. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to have. And then you plot your path from where you are forward, but you never close the book and open on page one. Okay, and you did that. You did that in your cross-country walk, yeah. and yep. you got to the West Coast. Yes. So tell me a little bit about the transformation that occurred and how that led you to doing what you're doing today. Okay, cool. So I went to California. I made it there. I'm sitting on Third Street Promenade. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I'm exhausted. I'm reading a newspaper. And I look down at the ground and there's a half-eaten Snickers bar. I'm hungry. I'm looking around. There's tourists all over the place. And you're like, you know what? I don't even care. That looks so good. And... I won't go into it because we're limited on time, but I picked it up, I brushed the ants off it, and I ate the Snickers bar. And as I was finishing putting the rest of it into my mouth, I looked across the street, and here's this homeless guy staring at me. And he starts to get up, just locked eyes with me, and he starts to get up. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't have time for this. Here, I think I just ate his last meal. <laughs> right? And he walks over, and he goes, bro, you don't have to do that, man. And he reaches in his pocket. And he pulls out a handful of change. He says, get yourself something. Oh, my goodness. 
And he took out the last bit of change that he had and says, you ain't got to eat off the ground yet. He says, go get yourself something. What he didn't know at the time is I had 50 bucks in my, in my pocket from some work I had done. I could have just gone and bought it, but I was thinking maybe I could get a motel, maybe I could get a bus ride. I wasn't going to spend it. I was just really hungry at that moment, and I'm like, heck with it. And I said, let me trade you. you know, I said, I can't just take it. And he's like, no, no, it's okay. I was like, look, let me, let me at least exchange it. And he understood the pride and the humility in that. He was like, okay, I understand. And I gave him the 50. He's like, no, 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 I can't take it. And I was like, no. I said, what you just gave me mm. was worth far more, far more than that money. I says, you showed me a renewed faith in humanity, that people are worth saving, people are worth helping. And all of a sudden, in that moment, everything inside of me shifted. My faith was reignited. My passion for life was reignited. My joy was brought back because it, for the first time in over a year and a half, I saw somebody love without any expectation except just to love somebody mm. and at that point I decided my life was going to be in service my life was going to be bringing joy back into other people's lives it was going to be bringing and giving them hope and it was about showing them how to eliminate all of the things that didn't need to be there because I realized that joy, that happiness, all of that stuff that came out of me was there the whole time. It was just buried underneath all the other things that didn't need to be there. Well, over the years, I spent seven years doing that, and I continued to show people how to do one thing I knew how to do well. Make money online. If you're homeless and you're stuck in a ditch and I'm sitting there showing you how, I literally can take you to a, a library where there's free internet with a free computer usage and show you how to set up and earn online. So I started doing that. And over the years, I allowed that to grow. My knowledge continued to grow. Mm -hmm. I continued to do more and more in business. About 17 years ago, I started coaching with people. And what I came to find out is most people, it doesn't matter if you're stuck in a ditch getting rained on, homeless, or if you're living in a half a million dollar mansion, you're all dealing with the same issue. They're all the same issues. Oh, wow. I don't believe in myself. This, this false belief about what imposter syndrome is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Come on. Imposter syndrome literally means you don't believe that the success that you have achieved was achieved by good gains and that it was achieved financially or, or fraudulently. Which right. means if you don't have success, you can't have imposter syndrome. What you're left with is you just lack confidence. Confidence is fixed by competency. The more competent you are, the more action you'll take, the more confidence you have. Confidence, competency, action. Competency, it just continues to grow. So just get up, go do it. If it's a new thing, get up, go do it. And I started to walk people through this process over and over again. And now I do that on a regular basis, whether it be in business or in their personal lives, because usually you got to fix the stuff in their personal life before you can actually help them in business anyway. Right. Um, so we, we dive in, we pull out the things that don't need to be there. We help them focus in on what's truly important for them. And then we help to map out that path. Like here's your, here's honestly where you are, not where you think you are, but this is where you really are. This is where you're going. Let's plot out a path. Let's choose the right tools. And then we'll help you move forward in that. I love that you have taken something a part of your journey as far as, you know, the 
finding the homeless man and teaching them to make money online and turn that into your life's work that you were able to use such a hard and pivotal pivotal experience in your life to shape your your impact on the world. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the impact. Let's mm. talk about the impact that we as every, and I think sometimes, especially some of our listeners or moms, their wives, they may have a business, they may have a side hustle and we just get in that. Who am I? It's all, you know, we just do all the things that a seriously responsible person would do. You know, we go to work, we pay the bills and, and our days turn into weeks, our weeks turn into months. And before you know it, we're looking up and we're thinking, is this all there is? Is this all I have? You know, am I really making a difference in anyone's life? You know, what is this all about? And I know you have some really great stories about impact and a passionate message. So would you share a little bit about that? Um, absolutely love to. And this was this is one story that impacts me every time I share it because it was so pivotal in understanding. I knew what I was supposed to do at that time back when I, ooh, that hit hard today. Um, <laughs> I knew what I was supposed to do, and I knew the potential for people when they when they regained hope in their life. But there's something about living on the street, getting rained on, waking up with somebody literally taking a dump or peeing next to your head. You know, it, it, it wears on a person. It gets exhausting. You wonder, am I making a difference? Am I really having an impact in the world? And I was in Asheville, North Carolina. We were in a tramp camp about five, six miles outside of town, just by the railroad tracks. There was a turtle had gotten hit by a train. I know it sounds funny, um, but we grabbed it. We actually harvested it. We were making some turtle soup <laughs> with a little bit of rice that we had garnered from in town. And I had this little tin can of turtle soup and rice I was cooking on a fire. And this young kid walked in, just real young. I figured, you know, maybe 18, 19. He was 17 and he just came in and he just sat down on, on a log next to me. Didn't say a word. I was like, Hey man, how you doing? He's like, mm, I'm hungry. And I was like, Hey, have something to eat. I said, it's all I got, but it's yours. He's like, no, don't waste it on me. He says, I don't even think I'm going to, I don't even know if I'll be alive by the end of the week. I was like, what's, what's going on? He's like, I, I can't go back home. I've been kicked out of the house. I got no way to support myself. I don't know where to, you know, how to eat. He says, I'm only 17. Nobody's going to hire me. He says, I'm probably just going to die out here anyway. And I said, well, I says, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. I says, but at least do it on a full stomach. You know, and I, I gave him the food and he, you know, he went down on it. And uh, I said, say, I got an idea for you. And I reached in my bag and I pulled out some jute twine, some hemp. And I says, let me show you how to do a couple things. I said, just, just watch. And he's like, what? what? I said, just, just pay attention. I'm going to show you how to tie a couple knots. Like, how much simpler can it be, right? Like, tie a knot. And I want you all to latch onto this for a moment, the simplicity of this. And I said, no, just do it again and again and again. Back to what I had learned, you know, small little steps add up to something great. And we started doing it, and he was watching, and I turned these knots into a small bracelet. And then I slid a bead on it. And I tied some more knots. Now you had a bead in the middle of a bracelet. And I was like, hey, look, I says, that bracelet, you know, that's a $7 bracelet. Necklaces go 25 if you add a bead. Here's what you do. I said, sit around 
don't ask anybody for anything. Just sit there. I said, tie bracelets, make necklaces. I said, sell them. People love to buy handwork, handmade stuff. And here, especially in a tourist town, they love buying handmade stuff from homeless people. <laughs> so what you do is when you go into a new town, you find somebody who's tying and say, hey, can I show you a knot? And you show them how to do what you know how to do. And they will turn around and show you how to do a different knot. Mm. I says, you'll begin to grow your skills, but share whatever you have, share it with somebody else and they'll receive it. And then they'll add back into your life. He's like, well, I ain't got nothing. I says, you got here, here you go. And I gave him a ball of hemp twine and I gave him a big old spool of jute twine and a couple beads. And I says, just, just do the work, man. You can do this. He's like, I really appreciate it. And we, we snuffed out the fire and we laid down. And I woke up in the morning. When I rolled over, I looked and there was nothing but just some matted grass where he once laid. And he was gone. And I thought, I wish I could have done more. The greatest impact that I see is some crushed grass on the ground seven miles out in the middle of the woods where no one will see it. What difference am I truly making? And I did what I always did. I got up and I pushed forward each day. Three and a half months later, I'm in California, <laughs> Northern California, up in Willits, California. And I'm sitting in a park. And I'm talking to some other kids that are homeless there, sitting there at the park. And just kind of pouring into them. And all of a sudden, there was a flap right up the back side of my head. And I turned around. I was on fire. I was... <laughs> You, you tend to get a little bit jumpy after a while on the street, right? And I turn around, and there's JT standing there with this big old grin on his face. He goes, looks like you need a belt, bro. Losing some weight. And I was like, dude, what? He's like, check this out. Whips off this huge duffel backpack, drops it down, opens it up. He's got oodles of necklaces and beads he's got glass beads wood beads clay beads oh. stone beads he's got necklaces bracelets keychains it's just full he's like dude i'm rolling in it this is amazing <laughs> he said you saved my life oh. and i was like dude i just taught you how to tie a knot he says no he said you taught me how to live he said you hungry and I said, yeah. He goes, let's go eat. He said, it's on me. Aww. And I realized in that moment, what we see as insignificant, what we see as just, I tied their shoe in simplicity. I tied a knot. I gave them a cup of food. You have no idea the impact that you're going to make. It's those tiny steps, those small actions that will radically transform the world that you live in. And yet you diminish it because you don't get to see the result. Mm. If you plant an acorn, does it mean that the mighty oak isn't grateful? Even though you're long gone before it matures? You don't have to see the result. Know that you have an impact. Know that there is a ripple. Know that everything that you do will continue to spread out long after you're gone. Because that's the importance of your impact. When you're in business, how dare you not make offers? Mm. You could save someone's life by simply making an offer.
you don't know if they're literally at their wits end and say, if I don't have something to move me forward, I'm going to kill myself. You don't yes. know. They, they could be on that last hinge and you're the only thing that can draw them back. And if you sit back living small, pretending like you don't matter and you don't have an impact in the world, I guarantee you just created a massive ripple. And it's not a good one. Mm. Your life will make an impact. You get to choose what type of impact that is by how you choose to respond to the world around you each day. Okay. So let's talk about that. We want, we, I, I love how the homeless man with the candy bar impacted you and his ripple effect inspired you to do what you are doing today. And then you impacted JT. It's such a, I think it's such a fun thing that God let you see that on the side of heaven that you were able to see the impact and just spread that story because I know this testimony gives so many people so much hope. So if you are a business owner or just somebody that wants to make that impact and you want to make that offer, where do you start? Like, how do you back to with the momentum? Maybe they're driving in their car today, you know, running carpool, whatever. What's a tactical, practical thing they can do this week to get started? Okay. So like, what's that one actionable thing that they should do? Okay. So this seems simple, but it's often the most simple thing that you can do that's going to make the greatest impact in the world. This is a practice that anybody can do right now today. If you're driving in your car, use the button and use your Bluetooth, but you can do this <laughs> right now. Do this right now. I want you to think about somebody that you haven't talked to in the last 30 days. And I want you to ring them up today. And I want you to talk to them, but I want you to talk to them based on a one in a million concept, okay? The one in a million concept literally means that there is a good chance that every single person that you talk to is going to talk to a thousand people before they die. Mm -hmm. And each one of the people that they talk to will talk to another thousand people before they die. Okay. And that's not hard. That's just one new person every day for three years. Right. I want you to call up one person that you haven't talked to in over a month. And I want you to have a conversation with them and realize and be intentional that the conversation you have today is going to actively impact the quality of life of 1 million people. Wow. And then ask yourself, how do I show up? How attentive am I? Mm. How intentional am I about what I say? Is it, so how's the weather, Ma? Mm. Hey, Mom, I just wanted to let you know that of all the things that I've gone through, all of the mistakes I've made, all of the bad choices I've made, all of the times that I have disrespected you, downed you, dissed you, talked bad about you out of anger and hurt. You always stood by me. And it's something that I will always carry forward. I love you, Mom. Mm. Thank you. That's a whole lot different than, yeah, it's still snowing here too, Ma. You guys yes. safe? Okay, cool, good. Like, be intentional about the conversations that you have. When you get in this habit of showing up every time you have a conversation and say one to a million today, oh, what yes. I say today is going to impact a million people. You don't get lazy with how you show up. You get excited. Wow. That is so powerful. And I will tell you right now, just from a personal standpoint, I will not look at my conversations the same, you know, after hearing this example and 
I know many of our listeners will probably be making that call. Like this is, this is a podcast where people don't just consume, they actually take action. And so if you do make that call, if you do, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to just hear how it has not only impacted you, but maybe others around you. So let us know because that's, that's just such a great action item um, that takes us from this beautiful conversation that we've had into the real world and allows you to apply what you've learned and to go out there and make an impact and not just sit around and, and listen to podcasts and consume because we all want to make this world a better place. Okay, Chad has given us so much knowledge and amazing stuff today. Tell us a little bit about your book um, the book on being better 2.0 and just a little bit about it and where listeners can find it. Okay. Yeah. The book on being better 2.0 is, uh, humorously, it is meant for the intellectual who wants to advance in any area of their life, but I wrote it and put it together in a way that a five-year-old can understand it. And I know this because my daughter, enjoys it. <laughs> um, because what we have is we have some basic concepts that we've probably all heard a million times over. The only problem is we've heard it, we've consumed it, but we've never looked at it and said, how does this actually become implemented in our life? How can I use this? So I wrote this book and it's based on all of the principles and concepts that have literally helped me achieve success in every area of my life. Um, and they're, they're basic concepts, but how you understand them changes how you implement them and mm. if you walk through them the beginning of the book each lesson in there is a standalone but if you understand them and you look at it as a whole go back the second time and say now as a whole listen to the book again because it's an audio version and you'll want the audio version by the way because it's me <laughs> reading and i love my stories um you'll start to see how each one preps for the next one mm. and it's a building block so if you understand each process and build that into your life, you'll realize that your progression will exponentially go faster. And because I love you and you're awesome, um, if they go to Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-Y dot chadnedland.com, you guys can have the access, access to the, the full audio version and you get it at 72% off. So yes. we've marked it massively down and don't worry, it's only 27 to start with. So it's like really cheap. If you don't get the book, it's because you just don't want to move forward. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but let me just stop there. We have a lot of parents, teenagers. So not yes. only would I get that book for myself, but I would make it required reading for my twin boys, because if they could learn the lessons that I'm going to learn in my late forties at the age of 15, it will exponentially just... Oh propel them in life. Absolutely. So think about it for your kids too. Yeah. I mean, this, this is actually required reading <laughs> before I will even consider working with somebody. Wow. I have to have gone through the book because there's a foundation. If you don't have a foundation, what are we going to build on? That is right. So That's I always right. tell people, it's like, oh, you want to work with me? Okay, cool. Go get this book. And they're like, what? I'm like, until you're done with it, I'm not working with you. <laughs> it's foundational. Well, that's great. So yeah, I would super, super encourage anybody and everybody to to definitely pick that up and, and listen through. Okay, wonderful. Well, we will have a link to that book in the show notes. And um, I guess one of the things I always like to ask, and you've shared so much, so I don't even know where to start with this, but as we wrap up each show, I like to ask each guest what inspires you. And you've shared so much. 
I don't need, I know there's something you could add, but if you could land this plane of everything you've talked about today, tell us what inspires you. I don't matter. Mm. You don't matter. What matters is do we live our life in a way that what we know to be true, what we know to be right and valuable and good continues to carry on generation after generation. Um, what inspires me is the concept of legacy. What do you leave behind? Mm -hmm. But my legacy is not something I pass to my children. The legacy that I build is the life that I live now, the example that I show my children now is so powerful that it will impact the life of every single person that comes in contact with my children after I'm dead and gone. Wow. Because that is how impactful our life is. And what people don't realize is it doesn't matter what you do. You will make that impact. It will be just as powerful for good or for, for evil. You're going to impact the world around you. So what inspires me is, is to know that we have that power within us. And then to know that I have the, I have the power to choose what to do with that. I get to apply it. I get to focus it wherever I want it to be. And for me, it's creating a better world through my children's actions because they can reach far more than I can. And some other time, maybe we'll have you come on my podcast and we can, we can dive into how my children have changed how I do life too. But um, always think beyond yourself and you'll see that there's a much greater world to interact with. We just got to get out of the one up here in our heads. Yes. Preach. Yes. I love it. And, and you're right. We don't matter. And I think when you look at it with that more um, eternal or legacy impact, it really does help you overcome all those, I'm going to almost say silly things that we deal with about our fear and our imposter syndrome, because that makes it all about us. And if we don't matter, then that doesn't matter. And our fear doesn't get a place at the table. You know, none of that matters because we're, we have to do what we've been put here to do. And if you believe you want to do it for good, you don't have a choice. You mm -hmm. have to, you have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I like to joke with people. I say, you know, fear is welcome at my table, but it will never control what happens in my home. Mm, I love that. Fear I lets love... us know, Hey, there's something to pay attention to here. Keeps right. us on our toes, but you will not control my actions. Yes. Yes. You don't let it drive that bus. It has to take a backseat. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what I say. I'm like, it can get on the bus. It just can't drive. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> well, there, there's been so much, I know our listeners are going to be absolutely educated, empowered by your ripple effect of what it's like to go impact that person and, and do the one to a million as well as just inspired by your stories. And I know these stories are not ones that are going to be forgotten anytime soon. So thank you so much for coming, Chad. It's just been a great to have you here today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. It's been awesome. All right. Well, I know they're going to want to learn a whole, whole lot more about you. So to learn more about Chad and how he helps entrepreneurs and just great human beings like you step into your unknown purpose, click on the link in the show notes. We will have the link to his book, which I'm going to go buy right now and we'll make it required reading for my teens as well. Um, and we would both really like to know how this message inspired you today. Send us a quick note and let us know. We can't wait to hear. And remember, wherever you are in your business today or your life, don't stay stuck. 
keep going and be brave. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you were educated, empowered, or inspired, please follow and leave a review and share this episode with a friend. I want to help you get unstuck in life and business so you can build the life of your dreams. The first step on that journey is learning to calm the chaos and make space for what matters. Get my secret weapon for finding time in your busy life to make good things happen. Just click on the link in the show notes and grab my simple strategies to overcome overwhelm and take back your life. And until next time, remember, don't get stuck, keep going, and be brave.